Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Badley. Today's episode is all about the great paradox. Well, what is the great paradox? It is this idea that in physical reality, you have a core limiting belief that you're not the creator of your reality, yet the truth is you are the creator of your reality. But the paradox works so that you'll face contrast and have manifestation events and go through things thinking you're not the creator of your reality and then coming to this understanding that you are and then trying to deal with that. It's like having this idea that you, from the non-physical, are love, your source, you're connected to all that is, and then you come to physical reality to forget all that. So in forgetting that, you create this paradox whereby you go on your journey of self-discovery and come to understand who you truly are. The system is designed this way, and everything in that system is supporting your spiritual journey to discover who you truly are. If you're on that journey, then things are going smoothly, you're going with the flow of things, but since you're not always on that journey, you're sometimes facing uh, hardships or obstacles or or negative emotion, and you're trying to come to this perception of yourself as the creator. So it is a game in a sense, and the way to figure this out is to just get to this higher perspective of yourself and then go with the inspiration that flows. That's so easy, but it is interesting, and that's what this episode is all about. So I hope you really enjoy that. Before we begin, begin. Uh, please remember to like and subscribe. Most people are not subscribed to this podcast. Uh, it's really interesting, but when you are subscribed, you get the uh, notification when a new uh, episode is issued, and you can get in there first, so that's a lot of fun as well. And um, you know, share this with your friends and leave a review, too. Uh, there's a lot of people who are listening to this podcast who've never left a review, so if you can, that would be so beneficial for us, so we really appreciate everything you do for us to support the the podcast we don't do any ads or anything like that just uh you know the way that most people find it is through word of mouth so thanks very much for being here and i hope you enjoy this episode we are thrilled to be here great to see you you. so there's no right way or wrong way to operate in physical reality the fact that you're here means that you're planned to be here entitled to be here worthy of being here it's good to be here Here is where all the action is. Everyone's paying attention to this. All the consciousness in the universe, who's ever interested in physical reality, is paying attention to you. You are among the highest perspectives on the planet right now. You're leading edge of the leading edge. You are doing things, saying things, being things, thinking about things that generally most humans have never thought about before. You're embarking on a new approach to life and a new way of being. You're considering how you see yourself in your reality and how that might affect your reality. You're understanding that your emotions are guidance. That's new. That's an understanding that is brought forth through teachings such as these. And you are playing a game with yourself. How can I be the most authentic version of me? How can I be powerful? How can I be loving? How can I be effective in everything I do? Why am I here? What is the purpose of this reality? If you're thinking these thoughts, then you are entering into a different kind of reality, a reality that combines the spiritual and the physical all together. Well, this spiritual, physical reality is not separate. It is one thing, but you have a perception of reality that makes it seem like there could be two things going on here. There could be a physical reality and there could be a separate non-physical reality. When you transition, you will go to the non-physical, but until you do that, you'll be in a physical reality. And in fact, that's not true whatsoever. The physical, the non-physical are together. This is one game that you're playing. You just have goggles on. And for most of the time, you're not really perceiving the non-physical. Well, that's because you have physical senses. Those physical senses are 
dominant in your experience. The way you see, you see a physical reality interpreted through your eyes into your brain, and you're making sense of this as a physical thing. Well, nothing is really physical. Nothing is other than vibration. In the non-physical, it's all vibration. In the physical, it's all vibration, but you're perceiving it as solid and real, and you're pretending that things matter in this reality. That's all good. That's all well. That's how it's supposed to be. But what if you brought the two together? What if you said, I'm a spiritual being living a physical life or a life that is perceived as physical for a finite period of time for a certain purpose? Well, that purpose could be anything you want it to be. You could have the purpose of having a family, of having a job, having a career, of working on your body, of creating art, creating a business, creating anything. It's a way of looking at this reality in any way you choose, based in any belief system you want to hold on to. Now, you might imagine that you have very little control over your beliefs. You believe what you believe, and that is the basis of your reality. But as you know, those beliefs can be modified, and you can adjust that belief system to incorporate anything. So what would you want to incorporate in that belief system? Would you want to incorporate the fact that you have total control over your life and that you can do anything that you want to do and that you could live forever or you could go anywhere or you could talk to anyone or you could be anything or you could have anything? Or would you want to believe that you're here for a purpose, a purpose of discovery, discovering who you truly are? Discovering who you truly are in a system that's designed to help you discover who you truly are in every sense of that word. A system that's designed to give you every single thing you need when you need it to do what you need to do on your journey of self-discovery. And that journey of self-discovery from a non-physical perspective or from a higher perspective is all that you want, all that you truly want. And on that journey of self-discovery, if you're going on that journey going with the flow of that journey, going as you designed that journey to go, then everything that will accompany that process will come to you. All the things you think you want, all the things you truly want, all the things that will be of benefit to that journey. And nothing that you do not want or would not serve you would come into that journey. So that means that you would essentially get everything you could possibly imagine and everything you can't possibly imagine all at the same time. Well, that's up to you. If that's something that you desire, that simply happens to be the basis of this reality. But you do not have to abide by that. You can play any game you want. You can play the victim game. You can try and control your outer reality so that it means something to you and it makes you feel something. You can try that. How does that work? Does that give you any satisfaction at all? You can try and manifest a fortune or a castle or a yacht or a plane. Does that make you feel something? Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But we want you to know that essentially inherent in this non-physical and physical reality, inherent in the vibration of all of it, is your vibration. And your vibration interacts with the environment to create a reflection of that vibration. Now, that vibration just happens to be your perspective on yourself. So if you think you're wonderful at anything, you're going to get a reflection of that wonderful nature that is you in anything that you seem to see yourself as from this higher perspective. If you consider yourself a victim or not good at something or not worthy or not capable, 
you're going to see a perfect reflection of that. So if you change this idea of yourself, rather than changing your conditions, you would change that reflection. But if you did that to control that reflection, well, that's inherent in your vibration as well. And that will muddy up the waters a bit because it has to show you that control is still in there. Control, as you know, is based in fear. Anything based in fear is going to be foundational on a belief system that is simply not accurate. And the system of physical reality is designed to show you what is and is not accurate in your vibration because it's a journey of self-discovery. It's a journey to discover that which is accurate as well as that which is inaccurate. So you can play this game discovering that which is inaccurate or discovering that you are not a victim. The universe, the physical reality itself, is designed to show you who you truly are. But most humans are playing this game of pretending to be something they're not, pretending to be a victim. And the universe shows them that perfectly clearly in every instance, in every area of their life, all the time, through manifestation events. Most humans are understanding themselves in their culture as worthy enough to live in that culture, as worthy enough to be a parent, as worthy enough to have a job, as worthy enough to have a house, as worthy enough to have food and water and air. And the universe is showing them they're worthy of those things. But then they get stuck. They get stuck on these ideals. The outside conditions to them, from their perception of reality, make them feel something. And so they're trying to control and trying to change and trying to fix and trying to fix themselves and trying to make everyone behave and everyone be good and nothing bad happen to them. Well, that's inaccurate. That's inauthentic. It's not who they are. Who they are is the creator of the reality. And so they can play this game of being the victim and play this game of trying to control things and do that as long as they want, lifetime after lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, as long as they want to do that until they realize that that game never worked because that game doesn't show them who they are. It only shows them who they're not. Eventually, they'll have to come around. They'll have to come around and think about who they truly are. Now, the idea that you're the source of your reality, that you are source, that you are connected to everything that exists in your reality, that you're connected to every other person on earth, that you're connected to every other vibration on earth. Well, that is a strange idea for those who are pretending to be a victim their whole life. The idea that you are the source of your reality, the creator of your reality, the source of it all, that you are not disconnected whatsoever in any kind of way, that is an unusual concept that you are starting to contemplate for the first time. But what if it is true? What if that is who you truly are? What if as a mass of humanity, that's who you truly are? Playing this game in this dense dimension where you forget who you are so that you can discover who you are individually and then collectively. Well, this is part of this process and you're on the leading edge of this process and you're thinking in a new way. You don't have to worry about anyone else. You don't have to think about anyone else. They'll catch up. They'll catch up because what's going to happen is you and you and you and you and some of you and most of you and maybe all of you will discover who you are in this lifetime because this is what you intended. You'll discover who you are in this lifetime for you. You don't have to tell anyone else. You will realize 
oh my God, I'm the source of my reality. I created this life for me. I created this trajectory for me. I created this time and date of my birth. I chose my parents. I chose my name. I chose all the aspects of my reality. And I realized now it was perfect for me. And in that, you come to this awareness of what you really are and what you really are is love. And then you be that. And as you be that more and more and more and more, of course, dipping down into a limited perspective here and there, but holding a higher perspective more and more of the time, you express love. You express love into this consciousness that is a collective consciousness, that everyone is connected to, that you're connected to, and then you'll feel it, you'll understand it, you'll have thoughts, you'll resonate with it, and you'll add to it, and it'll drip down on everyone else, little by little by little. When you get that, others who are getting close to you will get that, and they'll rise their perspective, and they'll drip love down into this mass consciousness, making it available for everyone else. And everyone, one by one by one, every human on the planet will come to experience what you will come to experience knowing who you are. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you would like to talk about. Who would like to start? I got a question. Hi, Joshua. I have a general question. Yes. So um, throughout history, there's been ascendant masters, yogis, and people and humans who have transcended to a higher dimension and density. Did they follow a similar process to what you have uh, been teaching? Um, if so, for example, um, Jesus, who I understand his real name was Yeshua, his Jewish name, uh, was crucified. Was that a manifestation event? There are layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers to all this. There's a design to all this. There's a purpose to all this. There's the individual and that individual consciousness coming for an intention. There are those who witnessed it, those who were there in the area, those who were ready for it, those who were not ready for it. There was a foundation that was going to be built on a religion. But essentially, anyone who comes to any higher perspective is seeing themselves as who they truly are in that area of their life. Now, you could say the th same thing about Beethoven, Shakespeare, a world leader, anyone who gets to a perspective of themselves high enough that they excel in one area, they're reaching for and receiving the intelligence and guidance of that area. And their actions, their behaviors, their choices that they make will be based on that perspective of themselves. You have heard stories, you've heard people have written books about it, who have proclamized about it, who have said things about it, who have made things up about it. And from your perspective, 2,000 years later, you don't really know the whole story. You assume that that perspective was essentially as high as it gets. That perspective for the time was incredibly high. That perspective in a certain area of their life, of Jesus' life, was very high. But the overall Jesus was not as financially abundant as you, as not as technologically advanced as you are. It was not as aware of the world as you are, was not able to communicate as easily as you, Daryl, can communicate. Compared to the time, that was a very high perspective. But if you were to compare apples to apples, 
your perspective is not much different. The way that you are talking and the way that Jesus was talking is very similar in this idea that you are the creator of your reality. You have access to more books and more education than he did. And who you are talking to now is generally much, much, much more sophisticated and less in fear than who he was talking to. The government that you are surrounded by is much less in fear and much more sophisticated than the government that he was surrounded by. And so it's not really a fair comparison. But yes, in history, at times, there were many individuals who reached very high perspectives. Some you have heard of and some of you, many of you never heard of that reached similar perspectives. That's all well and good for that time. But you have come here at this time. This is the age of a mass shift in consciousness. And you are on the leading edge yourself of that mass shift. And all of you are at a very high perspective. You have nothing to compare that with. You might consider yourself similar to your friends and neighbors, but essentially you are in a completely different dimension of perspective than they are because you are aware of the spiritual and the non-spiritual aspects of a physical reality. You are aware that you have an inner self, that you are guided, that nothing happens to you, it all happens for you. You are playing with this idea, this is a concept, how can all these bad things be actually good things? Well, it's your definition of duality. Duality is what you've learned, what you've adopted, it's your religion, it's your philosophy, but it is not true. In essence, everything is neutral. So if you got to this idea of the possibility of neutrality, where nothing outside of you means anything until you cast your personal judgment on it. And if you notice that when you judge something, there is someone else somewhere else in the world judging that thing opposite to you. So they have a completely different perspective. How can two people look at the same thing? One thinks it's good. The other thinks it's bad. Well, it all is based on a personal perspective. If you elevate that perspective and see how the other person could find it as good and how you could also find it as good, maybe not for you, but for whoever wants to play with it, maybe you can see it as it really doesn't matter. It's just based on the experience and the experience itself is what matters. Then you can choose any way you want to experience anything. That's a high perspective. That's among the highest perspective of humans that have ever existed. Now, if you can do that in every area of your life, relationships, health, finances, what have you, if you can do that in every area of your life, lift the entire perspective of every area at one time, well, almost no one has ever done that before. That puts you into a new category or a new dimension. In this new dimension, there's less fear, less you have to control less you have to think about, less you have to choose. Because in these higher dimensions, you're much closer to your guidance. You're much closer to inspiration and intuition. You're much closer to your empathic gifts and abilities. You feel much more worthy. Why wouldn't you be worthy? Of course you are. You understand that you came from a non-physical home for an adventure in physical reality, not to change anything or anyone, but to expand your awareness of who you truly are. Can't do it anywhere else. This physical reality of earth is one of forgetting. 
In other physical realities, there's no forgetting. You know exactly where you came from. There's no individuality. You're a collective consciousness. Everyone knows all the same things all at the same time. There's no need to survive in other physical realities. The energy to survive is part of that physical reality. This physical reality, you have to eat and drink and sleep and, and do all that, breathe. So there's so much going on here, but there's so much room for expansion. Because you forget, and then you go through a process where you elevate your perspective, and gradually you remember. You remember. You cast off those beliefs that are limiting and not true, since you're a limitless, eternal, magnificent being of love. And then the thrill of going on this ride, casting away that which is untrue, that's which others in fear told you, and choosing your own perception of reality, imagine that thrill. And then seeing the manifestation, seeing the unimaginable events take place, seeing how love can flow through you and acceptance can flow through you and the feeling of that. Sitting with a negative emotion and then having gratitude for the event or the person that you once thought gave you the negative emotion and you realize, no, they just played your part in activating a limiting belief, triggering a limiting belief, so that you could feel that which is inauthentic about you, and then reassess that. Imagine this approach to life. Well, very, 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 very few humans in history have ever adopted the fullness of this approach to life that all of you are embarking on now. You're not doing it overnight. This is a practice. This is a muscle that you're exercising. This is a new concept for some of you. And for those of you who have been playing in the boot camp for a while, you're getting more familiar with these ideas and incorporating them in your life. Imagine simply the idea that inspiration is not being manufactured in your brain, but it's being sent to you by guides and supporters and those who are interested in seeing your perspective shift. And so they're giving you little ideas and seeing that you're able to push past fear because you are well aware that they're coming from a place of love. And so then you push past this fear and you take this action that maybe you wouldn't have taken five years ago and you do something you would never have done before. And from that experience, you expand to a new perspective yourself. And maybe you're inspired to share this with someone else or to offer a slightly elevated perspective to that person who's complaining, or to have a little more patience with that person who's having a hard time, or to realize none of this is personal, and none of this is meant to upset you, that you're just sometimes considering yourself a victim, and there's this belief system that's being triggered through events and actions of others around you, but it's never been personal because everyone is here to support you because that's how worthy you are. That perspective is uncommon today and in all of history. And you are all at that perspective. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? I got a question, Gary. Yes. Um, Joshua. No. Could you speak about paradox and how it works with the journey of self-discovery? The paradox fundamentally is you come in forgetting with a core limiting belief. The core limiting belief says, I am not the creator of my reality, or I'm a victim to this reality, or I have an instinct to survive. 
survival instinct. So the paradox is I come into a reality that's already created where I must survive an environment that is hostile because I essentially have no power as an individual and am worthless until I prove my worth and latch onto a family or community or something that helps me survive. Humans believe this for eons and eons and eons. Humans eked out survival for eons. And then society was built, homes were built, farming was created, animal husbandry, technology. And little by little by little by little, they moved out of this base survival mode into a place where survival was not day-to-day life and death. There was a little breathing room there. And there were those in history who were able to carve out some time to write books and create art and create philosophy and music and plays and dramas and novels and all these things that were then consumed by the public and the minds were left free to imagine new realities. This created new possibilities. This created new ideas, new concepts. And gradually, 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 until about 100 years ago, the civilization took off to where you are today, where you no longer are in fear of starvation or being killed by lions or bears or worrying about things like that. And so the paradox is that here you are in 2022 with a survival instinct that really is not triggered very often. What is triggered is these irrational fears, the fear of failure, rejection, and loss. None of these things can kill you. If you get rejected by someone, fine, or someone else. If you lose something, you can get insurance, you can have it covered. There is not this same kind of paradox that was in existence for most of humanity. Now you have time to think, you have education, you have communication, you have technology, you have the ability to cast your attention anywhere you like. Those of you who are on this call now, listening at a later date, you're paying attention to a philosophy that's starting to make sense to you. Why does it make sense to you? Because you remember it. You remember that you are not a victim to this reality. You remember that you are the creator of the reality, but yet how does that reconcile with everything that's going on in what you perceive as your outer reality? Now, the day you were born, you believed that everything that was built before you were born existed. You learned about this history. You have pictures of the house you were born in. The hospital was there before. All these things. Your family was there. But essentially, the moment you inhabited the embryo, you took over that embryo as a consciousness, you created your own reality. And that reality will ever and was ever and can only be perceived by you. It is your universe. In that reality, everything that you exist in, that you have a relationship to, and that reality is in fact you. It's always been you. But you were taught it wasn't you. You were taught there are things outside of you. That's a paradox. A perception of reality where you perceive things and people exist outside of you that are not you, when in fact they are you. Everything is you. Okay, well, it's fun to play this game. You are not supposed to know that everything is you because you know that in the non-physical. 
and to expand the way you would like to expand, the way you mavericks of exploration would like to expand is to forget and to go into this illusion and then figure your way out. Figure out what's really happening here. Figure out who you truly are. That's the fun part of this game. And without the paradox, there would be no game. Excellent question. Who's next? A practical question, Joshua. With respect to acceptance and action, I understand acceptance to be, it's a done deal. It's water under the bridge. Uh, There's nothing to be changed. There's nothing but to accept. In the Uh, moment, in the moment, in this moment right now, Yes, and 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 up until this moment, everything that was going to happen has happened. Yes. Nothing that wasn't going to happen has happened. Everything to this moment. In this moment, there's nothing other than concrete, solid experience that has been experienced. But from this moment on, anything's possible. Yes. Yes, I understand it that way. Thank you for making it so clear again. When it comes to action, so is there an aspect of acceptance in that too? In let's say I'm getting an email, I'm invited to something, I make the decision, maybe an inspiration based on inspiration in the moment to say, yes, I'm going. And then when the the day comes around, I all of a sudden feel like, oh, I'm too tired to go. So, okay. Always fear. You made the decision to go. That was the only decision you could have made. Now fear pops up. Why does fear pop up? Because now you're all over the place. You're not in the moment. You're in the future. You see? And so you have a choice to make at this time. Now that choice seems like a choice. You will say, yes, I'm going or no, I'm not going. That choice is only based in your perspective. So if you say, I was invited to a party. I said yes to the party. And then the party gets closer and you say, oh, I don't feel so good. I'm not going to go. Well, your perspective is, I don't feel so good. I feel like a victim. I'm not going to have fun. I'm going to have to get dressed up. I'm going to have to drive over there. I'm going to have to meet all these new people. I'm going to have to think of things to say. I'm going to feel awkward. It doesn't sound like fun. Or your perspective is, I'm going to be the life of the party. I'm going to meet some new friends. I'm going to have so much to say. I have all this boot camp I've been doing. I can see if I can whittle that in the conversation somewhere. I'm going to play with this. Why am I going? Because in this experience, it's for me. Why wouldn't you go? If this experience is for you, you're not there to do anything for anyone else. This experience is for you. You're going to get something out of this. What are you going to get out of it? Well, leave that part open. Just for fun, leave that part open. I don't know what I'm going to get out of it. I know I'm going to get something out of it. It couldn't come into my reality unless I was going to get something amazing out of this. I'm not going to think about what it is because that's putting it into a box. What if I got something unimaginable out of this? Something I couldn't possibly imagine. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be fascinating. I am absolutely going. Always going. And so that choice then, yes or no, is your perspective. So you'll know exactly where your perspective is at all times. If you're saying yes, if you're going, if you're out there, if you're bumping up and sifting and sorting and shifting things around and involving yourself or leaning into life, you have a very high perspective. And if you're saying no, if you're staying at home, if you're petting your cat, that's fine. That's wonderful. But what are you getting? 
<laughs> Your perspective is just limited. That's all it is. Now, there's nothing wrong with that except for the fact that you came to shake it up. You came very much to be here to sift and sort and to figure things out and to have fun with this game. This is the life that you intended to live perfectly. And everything is rolling out constantly in front of you and all of you all the time, rolling out, rolling out, rolling out. And you could say, I'm tired, but that's not true. See, your perspective gives you energy or zaps your energy. Yes. And you know this to be true because if you're really having fun, you have all the energy in the world. If you're really passionate about it, you have all the concentration in the world. If you really, really, really are into something, in love, you have all the energy in the world and you will say yes to everything. And if you're perceiving yourself as a victim, you'll say no to everything. You'll say no to everything. I can't, I won't, I don't like it. I don't prefer it. I wish it was different than it was. I wish it could just go my way once in a while. That's simply a perspective. And that perspective is never true. So adopt a true perspective and you'll be saying yes more of the time. Adopt a true perspective and you'll be getting things out of these experiences more and more and more. Adopt a higher and higher and higher perspective and you'll be able to bend time to express your love to experience unimaginable events and people and take off like a rocket ship. Now, none of you can really take off like a rocket ship because that would take a very high perspective. But you can go a little higher and a little higher and a little higher and think about perspective in all moments. Think about perspective. I got an invitation to a party. What do I truly want? Why am I going to this party? Why am I saying yes or no? Now, you could say no from a high perspective as well. Certainly. You could say yes from a limited perspective. Oh, they expect me to come. I should go to this funeral. I should go to this birthday party of this 90-year-old just because this, this relation and everyone expects me to be there. So you can say yes from a low perspective and no from a high perspective. Just know where you're going and what you're thinking and what beliefs it's triggering and how you're perceiving yourself in that and why you would go or why you would not go. Always look at it from the highest perspective and then make your choices, decisions, and actions based on the highest perspective that you can get to at the time based in your belief. Fantastic. Thank you for that. It's great. Excellent. Hi, Joshua. It's Andrea. Andrea. Hi. So um, building on that, because this whole concept of there is no free will, there is only your perception. I think you had alluded to in the past that even choice is just a perception. There really is no choice. So now I'm confused because what if saying no to something was actually because, I mean, worst, worst case scenario in our life is, you know, that was going to lead to something like accident that, you know, you are not supposed to be in. Like now I'm confused about. Excellent. This is a wonderful question and you have come forth as that person with the most wonderful questions. And this is just another one of those wonderful questions. So you didn't have a choice. This is how you perceive yourself. I am the one with the best questions of anyone who's ever asked questions in the history of the world. 
excellent perspective. And then you come forth with the best question anyone's ever asked. So you've heard about this idea of vibration. The vibration attracts like, like vibration, like vibration in the context of the situation. So a bank robber attracts a bank. The bank is giving off one vibration, a bunch of money just laying around, and the bank robber has another vibration, needs lots of money, and they are a perfect match. A couple, one person has this vibration, and it's a match to the other person. Now, that could be this person has a high perspective, and they attract someone else with a high perspective, or this person has a limited perspective, and they attract someone else with a limited perspective, whatever it is. The perspective that you hold in any area of your life is your vibration in that area. So you have a perspective of yourself as a woman in society, as having a job, not having a job, as good in your job, not good in your job, as good as in a relationship, whatever you are. That perspective, every area of your life, that's your vibration. Your perspective is your vibration. In any situation, in any moment, you're invited to a party, you have a perception of yourself, a perspective about yourself within this fictional party. That perspective then, whatever that is, equals a vibration. That vibration attracts a action, a choice, a decision. That's it. Now you might contemplate an array of choices, an array of decisions, an array of things. What you actually choose is the only thing that's available to you based in that vibration. You attract one choice, one action. You see, you may think it's many, but it's only this one. Raise that vibration. Now this choice that existed at a lower vibration does not exist. It may exist as a possible range of choices, but it's not possible to attract that actual choice, that actual action. You only attract the action or the choice of decision that equals that vibration. That's how the universe works. So you think that, okay, I can have a choice here. I can say yes, or I can say no. You will only do one of those things. You can't do both. You will only say yes or say no. Now, you might say yes and say no later, but at that one time, you will only say yes or no. You think that, oh, 50-50, or I will probably say yes, but end up saying no. You were always going to say no, because that's where your perspective was. You may have this wonderful flamboyant idea of, yes, I say yes to all these parties all the time and invited all these parties, but you end up saying no, because that's your vibration. Now, the fact they even invited you to this party was so that you could say no. You had to attract an invitation so you could say no. See, it's all laid out perfectly for you. Raise your perspective. Suddenly, the no vibration doesn't match this new perspective. Only the yes vibration does. And so that's the only thing you could have done. So every single decision in your past, sure, maybe it did keep you out of an accident because your perspective was here. Maybe it got you in an accident, but that accident was necessary. Maybe it showed you your perspective. Maybe it got you a new car. Maybe it introduced you to the love of your life. Who knows? 
you do not need to know. The whole desire or wanting to control every aspect of your reality doesn't make a lot of sense. The only thing you want to control is your vibration or your perspective. Perspective equals vibration. So I'm really good at my job. And you attract this job. I'm really bad at my job. And you get fired or you quit. I'm really smart. And you attract all kinds of information. It's all fun and interesting. I'm really not smart at all. And you attract things that make you not smart. You see, your perspective creates the reality that you live in. Now, you don't have any control over the choices that you make and decisions and everything, because that's based on your perspective. You don't have control over the conditions and the people. Of course, you know that by now. You don't have control over any of this because you don't want control, because you're an expanding being. You're expanding, 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 expanding. Tomorrow, you will be a different version of yourself than today. A year from now, for sure. Five years from now, obviously. You don't want to make any decisions now for the person five years from now. You want to let the system work it out. But you have an inner self. You have guides and supporters. They're always guiding you every second of your day. You sort of think they're taking time off. They're doing something else. You're on your own. You're never on your own. You get a thought. Guess who's sending you that thought? Now, they're sending you the thoughts at the highest perspective that you will allow. The thoughts that are coming in at a, at a slightly higher perspective, you probably don't notice or you think they're nutty ideas. That's a nutty idea. No, that's an inspiration for you. You're ready for that inspiration. You're right on the border of that inspiration. You can raise your perspective and say, I will do that inspired thought I have. Or you can lower your perspective and say, that's a crazy thought. I'll never do that. You can raise your perspective and say, I'll try that new food I've never had before or that new song I've never listened to before. Or you can lower your perspective and say, I don't like that. I don't like that. All you want. But as you raise your perspective, you enter new dimensions. New dimensions where there's more clarity. There's less fear. There's more abilities, more true power, more true clarity and understanding. Easier to express love, easier to accept, easier. Things move faster. But you can't hang on to the limiting stuff because the limiting stuff lowers that perspective. If you're moving into a high perspective dimension, you got to quickly shed that which is low perspective. And so you do the whole thing, the whole life, every aspect of your life, raise it all at the same time, enter this new dimension. Boom, new stuff is happening here. New stuff is available to here. The old stuff doesn't apply or matter anymore. You see things better. You ask better questions. You consider your perspective. You consider what's limiting you. you. You find out things about yourself you didn't know before. You find out that which is inauthentic more easily at the higher dimensions. And you say, that's not me anymore. I'm up here. I don't need to worry about this, worry about that, think about this, care about that. I don't need to complain about this thing or demand people are different. I accept more at this dimension. I accept more and more and more and more. And I'm more loving, more authentic, more true to who I am. And I'm closer to understanding who I am too. I'm closer to that realization 
that I created this reality. Now, just imagine you had two choices. We say you're the creator of your reality. And you say, okay, that's awesome. Because I'm going to create my reality from my human perspective. I'm going to get this and this and this and this. You create all these conditions. It wouldn't mean anything. You would have no feeling in that. You would have no better understanding of you. Or you create your reality from the non-physical limitless version of you. Casting into a trajectory, a set of abilities, a set of intentions to go through a set of experiences that expand your awareness, physical and non-physical, of who you truly are. Now, you can't do that from a limited physical being. You do that from the non-physical. So the non-physical created before you're born and you're non-physical and all your guidance supporters are guiding you every step of the way every single step of the way to have the fullest experience of this reality that you could ever have. And you either say yes or no by raising your perspective or lowering your perspective. Now you've all raised your perspective to such a high level. You have nothing compared to, but as you move along these ideas and this approach to life and see more the inspiration that comes and have the courage to act on that inspiration, You'll get confidence and faith in the system that will elevate you to the point where you say, I need not control anything. And free will, this idea of free will, that was my last grip on control. Why would I want to make these choices? I would mess it up from my limited perspective. I just want to think about one thing. All I have time for is thinking about one thing. What's my perspective in this area of my life? And so a tool that we use is to ask why. I said yes to this, why? Because there's something in it for me, something magical, something unimaginable, something incredible. I don't know what it is. I don't want to know what it is. I don't know want, want to know what anything is. I just know that there's something in there. And so you have the experience and you go, oh, that was what it was. That's incredible. You look back and you go, that worked out perfectly because I maintained this high perspective. Now, if you drop your perspective, no big deal because you can always raise it. Sometimes you're going to feel fear. Sometimes you're going to be uncomfortable. Sometimes it's going to be too much. Sometimes it's going to be overwhelming. Sometimes you just want to relax. Sometimes you just want to watch TV. No big deal. But then when you just say yes to something, say why? Because it's for me. Appreciate the system. Appreciate the manifestation events that got you there. Appreciate all the decisions you ever made in your life. Appreciate everything was perfect. And now you're going into this event and you're saying, there's going to be something in this for me. I'm going to get the fullness of this because it's all for me. I don't need to be there for anyone else. It's for me. Let's see what's in there for me. I don't have to make a choice anymore. I don't have to worry about what the future holds. I don't have to do anything. Just think about that perspective. That's it. That takes a load off. That is freedom. That is what you truly want. You want to get out of this illusion of control once and for all and embrace this idea that you are taken care of in every moment, in every single step, literally every step of your life. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Excellent question. Who's next? Joshua. I, hi. Pamela. <laughs> I have a question about relationships. Um, as we raise our vibration and we become more authentic in ourselves and we release our old ways and we become comfortable with who we are now, 
I'm realizing that relationships that we've been in for long term are starting to change and not always in the best of ways, because some people are not comfortable with who I authentically am. So in trying to also understand the fact that we are trying, that I am not trying to control thing or change things, but yet at the same time, maintain my higher vibration how do you deal with relationships that no longer serve you? If you were to answer this question, which is a higher vibrational word, acceptance or frustration? Acceptance. Everything is from your perspective and everything in your reality is you, including all the people. Every person in your life is your mirror. Everything in your life is your mirror. So if you said, Joshua, I'm reaching a very high vibration, but my car is not keeping up with me. It's breaking down. It's running out of gas. It's getting flat tires. Why can't my car keep up with me? And we say, your car is simply a reflection of how you're perceiving yourself in relationship to your car. Now, your car could have a flat tire and you could be in joy. Oh, that's cool. wonder if someone will pull over and help me fix my tire. Who will I meet? Your car could run out of gas and go, oh, this is an opportunity for me to take a walk to the gas station. Fantastic. Or you can blame your car for doing things you don't want it to do. Because you think that, hey, at this high vibration, nothing bad is going to happen. Nothing bad is going to happen. You're simply getting an accurate reflection of how you're perceiving yourself. So you hold on to this new perspective of yourself, new vibration, and you're getting a lot of feedback that says, we don't like this because you're not really comfortable in this acceptance mode yet. This high vibration is simply you accepting everything in your reality, not it accepting you. So you can play around with these ideas and you can stop complaining, stop watching the news, stop gossiping, things like that. But you're not worried if other people are doing the same thing. It doesn't affect you if your best friend complains or your neighbor gossips or your husband watches TV doesn't affect you. You actually are practicing acceptance of them. Now, in the beginning, you don't want to be around that because you're trying to maintain a higher perspective. And so maybe you take yourself out of the room here and there, but essentially you're going to go back into the room and you're going to practice acceptance. You're going to let them be the perfect mirror. See, they're going to always be your mirror, no matter what happens. They're going to be your mirror. Now, if they reflect back to you something that you don't like because you say they're not keeping up or they're not liking the new authentic you, that's just a little wobble in your own vibration about yourself. I'm changing and I'm going to lose stuff. I'm going to lose people. I'm going to get annoyed. I'm going to get all these things. That's part of this process. Very common happens all the time. Nothing to worry about. What's changing is your perspective. Your perspective might have said, oh, they're just like that, or that's okay. He's just like that, or they're going to be that, or I will cater to them. I will give, 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 just make sure that they like me and give this love back. And now you're saying, I don't need love from you anymore, which is wonderful, but you don't have to say that out loud. You can say it to yourself. But you also don't have to be anything inauthentic 
anymore. That might be a change while you figure that out. Maybe you were doing things because you wanted them to appreciate you. And they never really appreciated you anyway. And so now you're maybe stating that or saying things in a way or saying now it's your turn to cook or whatever it is. That's a process that you're going to go through initially in these stages. That's wonderful. But really remember that what you're here to do is express love. Love is acceptance. You accept them 100%. Now, they will make a shift. They will change to reflect back that love and acceptance that you're offering them. Because essentially, you're letting them off the hook. As you adopt a new approach to life that says, nothing outside of me makes me feel anything, you don't require them to make you feel good anymore. You let them off the hook. Husband doesn't open the door for you. He forgets. You don't take that as a sign he doesn't love you. You see? Forgets your anniversary. That doesn't mean anything. Just a manifestation event. You let them off the hook. You allow them to be the mirror. They will either rise to be with you or they will lovingly step aside for something more magnificent to come in. Lovingly. You aren't losing anything. They will lovingly do it. They will do it in such a way. Now, this is a high perspective idea. Gary went through this himself. And when he realized that he could not be married to Lily and had always thought he'd be married to Lily for the rest of his life, but realized that to go on this journey, to do this, meant that he would be in amongst many people all the time, surrounded by people all the time, talking to people all the time, meeting people all the time, going on events and cruises and things with people all the time. And Lily wasn't the type of person that wanted to go with that. So he was able, and because they were both at the very high perspective of themselves and each other, they were able to create a situation where he was able to go off and they stayed best friends. They were able to talk all the time, very happy for each other, new relationships, all this sort of thing. This was several years of Gary changing who he was and then coming to terms with he was okay with himself. And Lily was the mirror of that. He did not have to change Lily. He did not have to drag Lily along. He allowed himself to change. And Lily was able to stay in his reality, but not need to be his wife. And lovingly part on wonderful terms as best friends. So this is a practice that took several years to accomplish. And this idea that when you change, they have to either fall apart or come with you is a limited idea that is not unimaginable. What you want to think about is when you ascend to a new perspective on yourself in every area of your life, all the thoughts that you had about leaving people and losing people and breaking up and getting them to come with you or not come with you and getting them inter interested in this information or on their own spiritual journey of some part or all these pre-birth intentions, all of that stuff, it means nothing. The only thing that means anything is how you choose to see yourself without needing anything to be in a box, in a certain way, any ideal. The idea here is that you have designed this life perfectly for you. 
that nothing ever bad can happen to you, that everything is happening for you. Now, when you're going through something, you're going to feel positive or negative emotion. That's not dictated on the events themselves. It has to do with your belief system or your mental construct. Your mental construct is going to shift over time. But when you're in something that feels negative to you, you're going to want to change the conditions instead of feeling actually what that feeling is telling you. The feeling is telling you, if it feels bad, if it's a negative emotion, the feeling is telling you one thing and one thing only. You're just not perceiving your reality as it truly is. You are perceiving an illusion. The illusion, of course. The illusion is this is a person who you have a relationship with and they're being honorary. That's the illusion. It seems real. The illusion is if you were different than you are, they'd be different than they are. Or if they were different than they are, you'd be happier. That's the illusion. The mental construct is creating that illusion. This mental construct that you have is going to be altered as you move through the process. It's going to change. They don't have to change because how they're being is based in how you're perceiving them. That's it. How you're perceiving them, how you're perceiving yourself. That's all it is. How they're being is completely your perception of it. And most of that perception is based on an on absolute illusion. That illusion tells you that they should be different or you should be different. They should be better or you should be better. That's the illusion. That's duality. They're being perfect and you're being perfect. You're just going through an evolution, a process together. In that process, you're discovering what's inauthentic about you if you're feeling negative emotion. Now, you very much want to understand this stuff. And in the beginning of this process, it doesn't feel good. You're not balanced. You're not tiptoeing around. You're not strong yet. You're still working out in the gym. You're still starting this process. So things get shaken up a bit. But they get shaken up because you have the tools now. So your inner cells go, okay, well, we can move Pamela pretty quickly here because she's got tools. She's got a manifestation event form. She's going through a boot camp. She's got someone to listen to. She's got a friend to talk to. She has a coach. She has all these things in her reality now, all these tools that she didn't have before. And they'll never give you anything more than you can handle. They'll give you right up to the guardrails of what you can handle. But they want you to be able to do the process, do the work, do your daily spiritual practice, do your meditation, connect to them, ask them questions, ask questions to us, just like you're doing. You're going to get there. You just can't see it when you're in the middle of it. But six months from now, three months from now, a year from now, whatever it is, a day from now, you'll look back and you go, oh, that's exactly why that happened. I just was putting everything in a box and just trying to make it fit like I always did. Control, control, control. Instead of having faith, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was working out perfectly for me. Gary, now... Nine years later, happiest is his life. By far happiest. By far. Like not even not even in the same universe as before. Oh, sure, he had the money and the wife and the cars and the bank account and all that. Status had all that stuff. Oh, my God. That was nothing. Here, nine years later, we're going through all of that, mostly in joy, but some obstacles and manifestation events along the way. Yes, it had to work that way. Every step, every step, every step worked out perfectly. Looking back, it was nothing but joy. 
But that's not the truth. Many times he was in distress, emotional distress, feeling bad. But from this perspective, that was nothing to get here. And so all of you are in the same thing. You are all sifting and sorting and playing with this new information and figuring it out and moving towards more clarity and higher dimensions and higher perspectives. And you have the tools to process these manifestation events. If you didn't have the limiting belief, you would never feel negative emotion. So you got a limiting belief. Soften that limiting belief. Appreciate the people in your life for being the perfect mirrors, playing their role, because you will see their role was played perfectly when you get on the other side of the obstacle. So don't give up yet. Everything is working out. Have a little faith. Everything is being guided. And just think of yourself as going through a school, going through a little bit of education, a little bit of a boot camp to change your perspective from here to here. And then do the boot camp again, go from here to here. And then suddenly you look back and realize, I see what happened there. Okay, that changed my life. I now look at him, her, them in a completely different way. And I feel joy. I feel confident. I feel satisfied. And that's exactly where you're going. We appreciate all of you so much. You can't imagine playing with these ideas at this high level. Your perspectives are growing and growing and growing. We're watching in sheer joy and excitement. And we can't wait to talk to you again. And with that, we are complete. Good job. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. It's really interesting to think about physical reality as a paradox and to realize that that's how the game is set up. Once you understand this paradox, you can sort of navigate your your journey of self-discovery, realizing you're not supposed to remember, you're not supposed to believe this stuff, you're not supposed to understand who you are without going through experiences. Now, you can go through experiences and discover who you're not, the inauthentic version of you, or you can get on track with who you truly are and why you're here and how the physical reality actually works and discover who you truly are. That is a fun and interesting game. And the more you understand who you are, the higher your perspective will be, the easier things will get, the more obvious things will be when things happen. You'll start to see them as events happening for you rather than to you. And this just perpetuates a higher and higher perspective where you get more clarity and more understanding and eventually coming to the understanding of who you truly are. When you do that, then you can really start expressing love and creating in love. But, you know, every time you're in a good mood and having fun and and focus on a, something you're passionate about, you're creating in love anyway. But if you create love more of the time, um, then you're going to just have a more spectacular and even unimaginable experience. That's where some of us are now. Those of us who have gone through the boot camp a few times, it's uh, changing our perspective quite radically. And I just uh, we're finishing the boot camp number 19. So I've gone through all of these boot camps, and every time I do, I come to something new. In fact, we were having a boot camp call yesterday, and the last line of week eight, uh, none of us had ever seen before, and it was really about creating the unimaginable. This is what we're moving towards, and if you want to be a part of the next boot camp, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. We have a wait list going on now. Uh, I'll send you some information, and it looks like we're going to do... What we normally do is about five boot camps a year, but only two of those, one in the spring and one in the fall, are for new people. Once you're in the boot camp, you're in for life. 
And so the uh, usually people come in to a boot camp. So people are doing boot camp 19 now will go into the January one and then new people will go into the spring one. But we did have a bunch of people who couldn't get into the uh, fall boot camp. And so we're going to open up a few spots for people who want to do the January one. And then the rest of the new people will go into the into the spring one, which will probably be sometime in April. So if you want to, uh, I think there's four spots available to get into the January one. If you want to do that, just send me an email. We'll get together for a quick Zoom call and I'll tell you all about it. And after that call, you'll know exactly if it's right for you or not. And you get to talk to me and have fun. And those calls are always great. So send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Also on the website, there's a lot of free stuff, free meditations. There's uh, free articles. There's uh, all the videos are there and the books and all that stuff is there as well. So take a look at that at theteachingsofjoshua.com. And please remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. If you can leave a review, that's the best thing you can do to help us. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye.